Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Halloween edition of the Library Scoop, the official podcast of the Niles Main District Library. I'm Jabez from the Digital Services team, and I'm here with two special guests. We're doing a little bit different here on the podcast in October. So I'm here with Rachel and Donna. Rachel and Donna are two teen librarians. You can see them all in Teen Underground at various times. You may even see them at your school. They're two great librarians. I'm glad that they're here with us. And without further ado, let's welcome them to the Library Scoop. Hi. Hello. How's it, how's it going? Good. It's like you're Hi. talking to the twins from The Shining right now. Yeah. Double trouble for Halloween. <laughs> I would, Come play with us. <laughs> I, I, may, I mean, I might be showing my age, but I have no idea who they are. <laughs> the Shining? All right, that's fine. Uh, We're The Shining Girls. Yeah, it's like ghost children in The Shining. Nope. They're creepy. Nope. And they get along. They're a team, just like Donna and I. Yes. Well, that's great that you like are a team, but at the same time, I'm just like, who are they? <laughs> but anyway, uh, welcome to the uh, podcast. I'm super glad that you're here. Um, but for people who don't know about you two, um, let's go through these quick questions. Like, what inspired you all to be, like, teen librarians? Oh, um, for me, I think it was all the good teen literature that was coming out when I was in library school. Um I was thinking like kids librarian at first and then I started reading all the YA literature and was like, oh, this is where I want to be. Yeah, and I think mine is like a super corny answer where um, when I was like growing up, I always wish I had like cool adults in my life and so I kind of like want to do that thing where it's like be the adult that you wish you had growing up. So it's like, I feel like teens are such like a misunderstood population and I'm always like rooting for the underdog that I really enjoy advocating for them as like deserving the social space and like the room to grow and like the patience and understanding of like adults. Yeah, yeah. so uh, teenagers, it's like that teenage rage is kind of like a weird space. It's like you're not fully adult yet, mm-hmm. but it's that stage where it's like you're transitioning from like hand-holding until like you're making your own decisions and like your consequences is in your hands it's like it's kind of like a fine line to walk with them too because it's like on the one end you can be an adult that patronizes them and then they don't appreciate being spoken to like children but the other end of is it is like adults expecting too much of them and expecting their brains to be functioning like an adult's brain and it like they just aren't there yet either so it's like you have to have a really I think unique understanding of their development stage you know it's yeah, because yeah, um, I've seen, like, high school students in, like, studying for finals, and they've got, like, this huge, you know, like, responsibility. They're in there studying. They're taking, like, AP-level classes, and then they'll do something like throw a book across the room. And, <laughs> be know, a goofball, yeah. They'll be a goofball, <laughs> and, like, as soon as, like, you pick up the book and say, like, oh, like, did you drop this? And, like, their face goes, like, red, and, like, they just yeah. are filled with shame and... They have, they yeah. don't, we, as we understand very clearly, their impulse control yeah. isn't exactly there yet. So it's like, you know, you deserve the right to goof around and kind of think about adult stuff. Absolutely. So it's like a mix of both worlds. But yeah. you two are the guardian angels to guide them the right way. Oh, right? yeah, definitely. For their they, good influences. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> um, so for people who have never seen you all or actually checked out the library, especially the lowest level. Uh, where is Teen Underground? And tell me about like all the services that you offer for teens. Oh, um, so we are on the lower level. It's like a half flight down from the main level of the library. Yeah. Um, it is also right next to the adult computer area. My neighbors. Yeah, yeah we're neighbors. <laughs> um, 
I mean, we offer all the same services that you'd find in kids space for kids and adults for adults. We have, you know, like computers, we have a complete collection, including fiction, nonfiction, graphic novels, movies, music, magazines, um, you know, like databases. Um, mm -hmm. We provide pretty much like everything at that one desk in the teen mm -hmm. underground. Yeah, it's like a one-stop shop for teens, basically. Yeah. And I love that our collection is so close, because like, I could be recommending something to a, like, a teen, and I'll be like, hold on, just let me go get it real quick. Or, But yeah, it's like what Donna said. It's like you can get anything down there. You can get volunteer hours, or you can hang out with your friends. You know, you can sit quietly down on a computer and do your homework, or you can play like the new 2K, like NBA 2K on our TV. Like we, It's like a dream space. I really wish I had something like this growing up, honestly. Yeah, uh, I, I'm pretty lucky to like see us as a library just has like a designated space where teens can be teens and just be open enough to just like express themselves mm -hmm. along as along with like meeting new people from different other schools because there are a lot yes. of different high schools in the area yeah so it's kind of yeah. neat i think we are actually i'm glad you mentioned that i think it's unique that our space um serves like middle schoolers and high schoolers because it's like you just said a lot of kids come in there and like they kind of consider the kids they hang out with there and not just from their school but they're like oh my library friends like yeah. some um i know some girls are like like boys will come in and be like, ah, oh, dang, X, Y, and Z is in here because they don't see them at school. So they're hoping right. to see them at the library. So I like that we bring, I knew we have private schools, public schools. I'm glad we bring them all yeah. together. No, that's really good. But talk a, talk a bit about your clubs, teen advisory programming, and uh, volunteering opportunities and Donna with um, ACT and SAT prep. Okay. Um, do you want to start with clubs? Yeah, yeah, I can start with the clubs. So yeah. clubs is kind of like, uh, not super new, but just kind of newish. It's basically, I started a couple clubs based on like teen interests. And that's kind of like, I think Don and I base a lot of our programming on, I know it's like tempting, I think for any librarian to be like, I want to do this event or this program or this club because I think it would be cool. But if you don't have the interest, um, you're not going to pull any like patrons in. So like, Long story short, I had, like, a lot of kids who were asking me about anime or, like, coming downstairs to, like, watch anime together, and they were the ones who came up with the idea, like, what if we had, like, a club for this? So it's, like, as librarians, you know, it's our job to facilitate that idea for them, to, like, help actualize, like, an idea that they have, but they don't have, like, the power to, like, really create on a, you know, on a larger scale. So... Long story short, one of our clubs is Anime Club, born from our teens. Uh, we meet the first and third Wednesday of the month. We watch an anime movie or like two hours of like uh, episodes from an anime that they choose. Um, I get a little ramen station down there. We make instant ramen together. It's very, very cute. I don't care that some of the kids come down there just for the food. It doesn't matter because they count. Um, but yeah, but it's like so easy to do. We have the TV. The food is super cheap. So that club is very easy to facilitate. And I have like my diehard following. Um, then we also have a bullet journal club, which again came from one of my teens. Like we have a high schooler who is just like, a legitimate pro at creating bullet journals and she was doing such a cool job and showing so many kids at a time like how to do it I was like would you be willing to come and hang out and help co-lead this club like the last it's the last Monday of every month um, and she was like yeah so again that's a super easy one where I buy all the materials ahead of time do all the background work for them and all they have to do is show up and just like have fun so clubs and programs are always based on interest and like what they tell us they like um, and teen advisory board it is kind of similar to a club in that um, we hold it monthly. It's always the first, or it used to be the first Saturday of the month, now it's the last Saturday of the month um, from 12 to 1.30. Um, but the difference is that it's also a volunteer service opportunity. So like they come 
every month. And um, this is like one source of ideas for programs that we get. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it, like, one, of, also, one, of, the, one yeah. of the purposes of the Teen Advisory Board is to get ideas for programs. Mm -hmm, so right. um, a lot of great ideas have come from the teens that come to that. They also help us um, put up the displays um, throughout the teen space. This the, month is the censorship like banned oh, okay. book banned month books. basically okay. that started recently. So it's like okay. I think this year's theme is like shine a light on censorship. Yeah. Like censorship leaves us in the dark uh, yeah. shine a light on it. Um, so that's one of them. And then the other one again like Donna was yeah. saying like they created at this meeting was the um, don't judge a book by its movie. Yeah, so. yeah I saw that. <laughs> I was walking here. I was like that's cute. It's super funny. Yeah they came up with it so it's like Twilight, you know, it's YA books that were turned into like movies that some were bad, but others have been good. Like we do have like, you know, the Hunger Games, but um, but yeah, like Donna was saying, they come up with that. Uh, it gives them agency to kind of create stuff in the space. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, the other uh, last one's display on like Phantom Fest. Like that's another thing that they worked on. They selected all the, and that was like movies, books, um, music. Um, a lot of like the soundtracks for the movies like they put up on yeah. the fandom fest display and they also helped out with we did like a fandom tournament of champions so sort of like a like a march madness style like 64 seed tournament but it was all like favorite characters from like the fandom multiverse we called it oh that's cool so yeah. like we started out with 64 and like it was the teen advisory board who helped put that together and there was a lot of arguing. I think we went through like three different versions of it before we finally came up with the final one. Um, you know, like trying to include like cartoons and superheroes and fantasy TV shows, fantasy, yeah, yeah, fantasy, yeah. sci-fi. Like trying to make sure we had like enough like representation on there. Um, yeah, and. Iron Man ended up being the winner. Yeah, yeah. So. Yes. even in death, even, <laughs> even in death. 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 Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> Sorry for those who didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it took you long enough. Oh, man. But anyway, as you were both saying, uh, your components about programming and how involved uh, you are with teens, like the one word that brought to my attention was like how much involvement and engagement that you all bring with teens, and that's fantastic. I know when I was growing up, I was like, give me away from like adults as yes, possible. Yes, absolutely. And knowing that you two work very hard and very dedicated to your craft, that's wonderful. And you know, it's one of those where it's like teens don't, you're right, like they don't want to talk to adults. Usually. There are plenty of kids Usually, who are very yeah. excited. But like, it's about being there consistently. Like Don and I are there at our hours every day. They know when to find us. And it's not just we come, sit at the desk, and we wait for them to come to us. We like sit in the space with them. It takes every day. What's your name? Like remembering yeah. their names. Like, remembering their names. It's just it matters yeah. to people. And, like, for those kids to know whether it's annoying one day but they're grateful for it the next is knowing that an adult is going to come up to them and be like, how are you and how was your yeah. day? Like, yeah. what what happens to them matters to an adult. I think it goes a long way. And that's, like, it's, you know, it's like anybody. It's like you need that social currency. You have to, like, earn the respect of them by, like, not right. talking down to them and, like, being on their level every day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. And this kind of goes with, like, what Rachel was saying before is, like, wanting to be the person that she didn't have growing up. Yeah, like, I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be a librarian when I was a teen. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I remember going into, like, my hometown library. And it was, like, very small, but, like, I would just go and, like, get books and, like, leave and, like, try to interact with the the librarians as little as possible. I just saw yeah. them as, like, the sort of, like, the shushing, like, angry adults. Yes. That, yeah, scary. Yeah. Uh -huh. Not as approachable and right. stuff. Totally. No, that's great. Uh, let's transition. It's October. Oh, yeah. 
It's my favorite time of the spooky season. No, it's my favorite time of the season to get cavities. <laughs> anyway, um, that's uh, what's your favorite um, Halloween memory as a teen? Oh, okay. You, you can go first. You had a couple okay. of good ones before we yeah, started recording. So, no, like senior year of high school, um, like as like a prank on like this is like our favorite teachers that my some friends and I decided to take pumpkins and stick knives in them and like leave them like by our favorite teachers like front doors yeah <laughs> and we heard about it in school the next day like both teachers were like talking about it like one of them was like super like amused by it and like laughing the other one was like not so amused <laughs> but like no one had any idea it was us and like they were suspecting like other people and like trying to get like other people to admit it was them <laughs> <laughs> this was like obviously before the days of like um what's that the ring app yes where you have video like, no cameras had, like, drop, drop cams or like the ring app or anything right on their houses yeah so we Completely got away with it. Like if it happened today, like they'd be done. It would take two <laughs> seconds to figure out. Yeah, this. <laughs> yeah there I would definitely be consequences of that. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. Also, that's a good segue into saying teens have to deal with much more severe consequences yeah. nowadays because of like everything is recorded and permanent. But that's like a whole conversation I could go on for like oh, of ever. Course. But um, that's like a podcast. Yeah. That's a, it's its own series. <laughs> yeah, uh, this kind of goes with like you never know like which teens are gonna like do like something. Yeah. Like, out of character. Yes, you don't. <laughs> Dude, I know. Yeah, well, Halloween, my favorite was, like, our, I think it was the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts, but they would put on, we had this very small woods near our school, and they would put on with the dads or whatever, like, uh, haunted forest like every year and I just remember like that was like the place to go just like how the teens now that we have like we'll go to Culver for their outdoor events their back to school bash and stuff like that was like the place to be because you would just be running through the woods like in the middle of the night with all your high school friends screaming at like your guy friends that are trying to jump out at you and like I just like love the season and it like brings me back to being a kid when our kids come in like out of breath and tell us they were like <laughs> doing some wild stuff running around outside I'm like yeah I remember running around in the woods like yeah. in Halloween and other times it's like it's funny but yeah those are my fondest memories is just going to like the school events which I'm glad still happen nowadays for kids good uh what's your what's a f- your favorite scary novel or novel that you would recommend to a YA um, this is like a few years old now, but Bird Box. They like, just made the yeah. movie for Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Which like I didn't think the movie was very good. I didn't even watch. I didn't even. Ma- I didn't even make it through the whole whole movie. But um, but the book was really mm-hmm. good, and I loved it. Yeah, when I was um, in library school, they had us read like a bunch of different books, which I'm very appreciative of because I think they showed me before I even started at libraries, like ahead of time, what's been popular. But like one of my all time favorite was Slasher Girls and Monster Boys. And I liked it because for a kid who maybe doesn't want to read like a whole one novel, it's a book of short stories. And the short stories are all scary, but all very different types of scary. Um, yeah, and that's what I would recommend. I, it also pulled me in because, like, the dedication page is to all the teens who were, like, reading Stephen King too young because that was also yeah. me was I was reading Stephen King when I was way too young. Yeah. So you got to read that Did one. I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were a candy bar, what would you be? Oh. I'd be something with, like, nuts in it. Like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, like, a Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah. nutty. <laughs> Um, I think I would be milk duds because I'm difficult <laughs> and those things are really hard to chew. <laughs> um, I think I could be difficult, so sometimes. <laughs> I'm surprised no one said Skittles. Oh, 
No. Fruity right. candy out the window yeah, for me. Give me the chocolate. Yeah, have some chocolate. Chocolate yeah. nuts. <laughs> Alright, fine with me. Anyway, uh, do you believe in ghosts, yes or no? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm undecided. Yeah. <laughs> I am 100%. So here's the thing. I believe in ghosts, 100%. I am bought in. But... Okay, so we started doing this thing. I brought a Ouija board from home because one of my teenagers didn't know what it was, and it kind of accidentally became, like, a hit down in the teen underground, and me and Donna have been, like, using it with them, like, nonstop for a year. But long story short, um, when we use the Ouija board, I do – I hope none of the teens listen to this podcast because I do push the piece around. So they, <laughs> they, they all – I swear to God, I have – forced 15 teens minimum to believe in ghosts within the last year <laughs> so i'm pushing my agenda down here big time <laughs> <laughs> i know the teens um i teach at my school has asked me to take these couple of days off to go to area 51 yes yes <laughs> to rate it yeah to rate it uh do you have any thoughts about it Life gets out there. <laughs> I, aliens are also something I believe in, but I yeah. also don't think that we are capable of overthrowing yeah. the U.S. government if we wanted to. <laughs> it's like, a dream, like but... I feel like there's aliens out there, but, like... I doubt they've been captured know. by us. Yeah. No, we're done. I, I feel like if they were able to make it all the way to here, they'd be a lot smarter than us. Yes. <laughs> but I do love internet memes, and I think kids, like, take... This is so funny. Again, advocating for teens. They take jokes like that and mm-hmm. run with it so far. They're funnier than, like, any adult comedian I've ever heard because they just, like... I don't know. They can produce internet jokes like it's nothing. It's easy for them. So I've been enjoying the Area 51, like, TikTok videos and memes <laughs> that they've been showing us. So whether we have them or not, we at least have the jokes. <laughs> All right. Let's transition into um, everything that we have talked about so far, like uh, our purpose here. It's like you want to be engaged with teens and you want to have a limited access of programming here. October is a big month for you all. Uh, there's a couple of programs that are coming up. Mostly it's Halloween-based. You want to mm-hmm. share it to your audience? Uh, yeah, Donna and I kind of um, go nuts on this yeah. <laughs> on this holiday. So, like, first of all, uh, the, like, most fun day that we have is actually Halloween because, like, the schools usually get a half day, or at least the schools that are close yeah, to us get a half day. across the street gets out at, like, 1130, oh so. And you better believe we have them from yes. noon to 9 p.m. Yeah. But, like, we essentially throw them, like, an all-day Halloween party mm-hmm. where, and we were just before we even came in here, we were brainstorming, like, our table idea. Like, we're going to set up. A bunch of tables with games, crafts, activities, scary movies playing, like the whole nine yards. Just make make it a big Halloween hangout. We'll have like a photo booth area. Mm -hmm. It's going to be cool. Um, But then we get so excited about that day that we want to make every program in October about that day to like build up. So like we have a few coming up. we're doing so like the we do this thing called like TGIF or like it's like a series because like a lot Don and I are here at the same time on Fridays so it makes it very easy to do programs together so like almost every Friday there's a teen program happening yeah. um, and we, we've been doing this often enough the teens have kind of come to expect it now it's like they know like if they come in on Fridays there's gonna most likely be something going on mm-hmm. um, yeah so we do yeah. so we have like uh like four Friday like TGIF spooky TGIFs. Um, the first one we're doing is October 4th from 4 to 6. And I think 
these are all from four to six, except for like the Teen Underground Halloween party, which is like more all day. But um, the first one is cardboard coffin building. Base, it's exactly what it says it is. Depending <laughs> on how much cardboard Home Depot will let me walk out with in the next upcoming week, we're either gonna do life size coffins if I can get a ton of cardboard, cause like teens aren't that tall. Yeah. Like I'm sure we could do a bunch. Um, but if I really can't get my hands on that much cardboard, we're all, we're gonna make miniature ones. Um. We're also doing a horror trivia night. Uh, so, like, Don and I have done scavenger hunts and yeah. trivia before. It's just that with a little spooky twist. Um, we're also doing spooky teen story time. Because, like, Don and I have experimented. I don't know if you want to talk about, like, our past, like, story oh, yeah. times that we've done. Yeah, so we've done um, story times with the teens where, you know, we just basically read them stories. And it could be um, something from, you know, like a graphic novel or a picture book or even, like, videos, like, online. Or like an excerpt from like a bigger book, um, like essay books, like essay anything. Books. We'll just like we yeah. try to find stuff that we think teens would like like hearing about. Yeah, anything that appeals to them. Yeah, yeah. and they really um, they really enjoy it. Totally. Yeah. And like, I think it's cool because it's not like, I think it's a very different type of story time than like what you're engaging with like children, like the like yeah. kids librarians, because what they do is like, on another level, I'm very impressed with what children's yeah. librarians do for story time. Ours, I think is um, a little more laid back, but I think we're still yeah. engaging with them. Like, in a social way, like what we think that they enjoy or what they've told us they enjoy. And like, this also kind of came up because we have a couple teens um, who, whenever it would be quiet down there, would either ask me or if Don was on the desk, they'd ask her, they'd be like, will you just like find creepy stories online and read them to us? Like I've had like 14 sitting around my desk, like making, forcing me to Google scary stories for them and then read it to them. So it's like, we know that there's a need and like a want to be read to. Like adults have podcasts where, you know, famous people read to them. So why wouldn't teens like that? Hashtag audiobooks. Audiobooks, yes, audiobooks. exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like a live audiobook, like right there. A live audiobook. Yes. And their smooth voices. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, unfortunately mine's very abrasive, so that's why we're doing scary stories. <laughs> so I can yell at them. <laughs> so, yeah, those are our, like, main Halloween events. Then, like, of course, the grand finale is, I know it's not a Friday, but it's that Thursday, yeah. and that's going to be Halloween party. And let me tell you, the Friday after, it's going to be a chill day because yeah. I'm going to be exhausted <laughs> and also probably still crashing from sugar high. <laughs> no, it's like... I'm always here every year on Halloween, don't ask me why, yes. and seeing everyone in costumes is great, and then the amount of candy that oh we have. Yeah, so much. I'm like, needed. And I've been away from like chocolate and candy for like a month, and I, when Halloween gets here, I'm just going to be It's like, going to hit you hard. It's going to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, the sugar hits the teens as yeah. well. <laughs> yes, two, two times than yeah. what we would expect to be this. Yeah. Well, it was funny because last year, and Donna witnessed them coming in the building as she was yeah. leaving, and I was still there. I was like, oh, come yeah, back. They got <laughs> trick-or-treating, so I was like, oh, like, thank God. Like, they're... They're gone they're for they're the They're gone. Night. Like, it's going to be quiet now. And I saw them, like, oh. <laughs> they all came back. They all went trick-or-treating. Only now they're fueled. They're yeah. armed and fueled with candy. Yes. And yes. I had to, like, collect every trash can that we own in that room and put it, like, right in front of them. Like, throw your wrappers away because I'm not cleaning yeah. up after all of you. Oh, but, yeah, they came back yeah. to consume sugar, which is cool, though, that they see our space as, like, the neutral community right. hangout where they can leave, do something, be you know, get their energy out outside, do their thing, and be like, yo, let's, like, bring all our friends and just go sit at the library. Like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, yeah. It used to, I feel like back when I was a kid, it was like, we have to pick someone's house, and then you right. have to make sure parents, like, thought it was okay that, every, like, 20 kids would come over. But, like, 
we're just like a community space and come in and out of as they want, which yeah. rolls. Yeah, absolutely. And then do kids just like show up to these events at will or it's, or it's is a, there a registration base? Um, I think these are all going to be drop-in. We do a lot yeah. of drop-in, especially like the Friday afternoon. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like unless we have like a speaker and we need to, it's like yeah. the only time we do registration is when we need to absolutely need like a hard number. Like we've done video game tournaments before and we to prepare, I need the bracket, you know, so I can make the bracket. Um, yeah. But beyond that, I don't know, teens just like aren't, unless a parent is doing it for them, we found mm-hmm. drop-in just works better. They're more like, I don't want to say it's not casual, but they're just not like on our website constantly registering for events it's like we catch them when they're in there or one of them we have a snapchat account well snapchat something's going on and they'll run in because they're like oh i didn't know so they just don't think ahead super far so like it drop-in's just easier for us like they may know that like something's going on but then sometimes they may not even know ahead of time um whether they can make it or not because they've got like so many other commitments yeah so it's it's kind of like a last minute decision a lot of times like whether mm-hmm. they can actually come or not so by removing that requirement right right it's like i can make it yeah so totally and the more the merrier so yeah. it's like yeah, even better. you know i don't care yeah flood us you know <laughs> <laughs> well this is great i'm glad that you all uh, were able to take time out of your busy schedules to join us on the podcast once again, I don't know if I can say this enough, but I'm super glad that you guys are here and like huge advocates oh, for the teens. They love you dude. all. And they're they're like they they will say they're you guys are the rock stars. So thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Well, thank you so much uh, for you. being such a great yeah. neighbor. Like we love being next digital. It's a it's a cool combination that I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah. Like having digital services or like any sort of tech services right next to the teens. It's it's collaborative. I think the teens love learning about what you guys yeah. have down here too. I know like a lot of them are getting really interested in like coming in your space to mm, the yeah. studios, like the, yep. mm-hmm. the maker space. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's cool. Thanks for being good neighbors to us. No problem. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Thank you again to Donna and Rachel for joining us on the podcast. I'm super excited that they're here with us being advocates for our teens and offering great services and programs for them as well. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, you can listen to this podcast and our other previous uh, episodes on four different platforms, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and the Apple Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review and to subscribe to get all the latest up episodes in the near future. Hey, did you download our first ever app for the library? Here's some exciting features. You can scan barcodes at libraries to see if they're available here. You can register for programs and book a study room uh, using Quick Links. You can store your library card number for easy access and also access the library's online resources and digital collections. The app is available both on Apple Store or through the iOS version and also on Play Store for all Android devices. This is Jabez signing off. It was great to be with you all today and hope to see you all soon.